Hey, 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 guys. Welcome back to another episode of Uncommon Faith. My name is LaFlara Bowie, and I have my amazing co-host, Regina Brown. How are you doing, Regina? Hello, hello. I am wonderful. Awesomeness, awesomeness. How has your week been? It has been long already. Yeah, it's just jump right in. <laughs> I know. It's I know. Already? Oh my goodness. Don't, don't I look like it's been long? Yeah, it's been long already, let me tell you. But we rocking okay. and rolling. We're going to get right on through. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, I am so excited. I know it's only Tuesday, but you know, it's been a good week so far. And I'm super excited about tonight's show because I yes. don't know. Something is, something is brewing in my spirits. Something is. <laughs> Something is brewing. Something is brewing. And so um, I'm just, I'm really excited. Um, yeah, let, let's get into it. So let's jump into um, our first segment. Let's just get into it, right? So let's jump into our first segment of I Know God is Real. All right. So I, you know, um, I was thinking back to time. <laughs> Y'all put in the comments if you guys have ever been in a situation like this. But I was thinking back to a time when I went into work. Okay. I know. All right, LaFlower, you froze over here on, on my end. Or maybe I'm the one that's frozen. So, well, I'm just going to keep it moving then with our I Know God is Real Because segment. And so our Uncommon Faith audience, you guys know that this segment is one where we share different stories and our guests share stories about how and why they know God is real, right? Well, um, I guess, of course, Miss LB was about to share a story. I'm sure she'll be back on in a minute. But um, while we are waiting for her, I'll go ahead and share one of mine because uh, we all have many, right? If we stop and think about it. Well, um, it actually popped back in my remembrance not too long ago that I almost drowned, y'all. Like your girl was almost out of there. I'm talking done. It's over. Okay. And then, you know, you have certain things that you will never forget you no matter how old you are. Right. So basically, I was, I would say maybe seven. I'm, I'm just guessing, guesstimating, maybe seven or eight years old. And we were swimming at my aunt's um, apartment in Houston. And it was me and all of my cousins. And uh, we were out there in the pool. And my older cousins was there. Um, Christine, in fact, is, is uh, one of my cousins. And I guess I decided I was going to be bad, y'all. I was going to be bad and I was going to jump into the pool, right? In the deep end like the big kids. Welcome back, LB. Okay. So I'm just sharing one of my I know God is real. Go so I jumped into the deep end, y'all. Like I just really knew I could do this because my, my, my other cousins that was closer to my age, they had taught themselves how to swim, right? So they were swimming and everything. And I'm like, y'all not going to leave me over here in the, in the little three feet waiting by myself, waiting for somebody to come see about me, right? So I jumped into the deep end. And all I know is I went down and I wasn't coming back up. All I remember is being under that water, just thinking that, okay, my life is over. 
I mean, kicking and just going, arms flailing, just trying to get back to the top. But I wasn't getting back to the top, y'all. It wasn't wow. happening. And then out of nowhere, my cousin swoops into the pool. And all I know is she got me and she brought me up and I saw the light again. So I, she, as far as I'm concerned, regardless of what she says, on that day, she saved my life because I was a goner, okay? But if you ask Christine about that today, she'd probably be like, what are you talking about? But for me, it's one of those things I'll never forget and I'm forever grateful, right? Because I definitely could have and would have been one of those kids right? that we unfortunately lose in so many drowning accidents every single year. So that I know God is real because he spared my dumb behind (laughs) on that one particular occasion and many others. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm happy that he spared you and that you're still here with us. I will say that. I will say that. I will say that. Um, And thank you for, you know, sharing. And Christine, please let us know. Please let us know if you remember that. Right, because no, but um, I don't know what just happened. I told y'all tonight was gonna be a good show, didn't I? It's, I it's serious, and I'm gonna tell you something. It's some powers that be that don't want this show to go down tonight. I want it to go down tonight, but so, it's gonna keep uh, moving. So we know that God is real, right, guys? And tonight we're gonna do something a little different. We're gonna do um, we're gonna still have discussion, but it's gonna be more of like a teaching session, okay? Um, because we're about to jump into the courts. We're about to jump into the courts of heaven tonight. And um, so if you're watching this, definitely like, uh, share, share this broadcast, guys. Let me let me go on my page and share it because this is the second time God has placed um, the courts of heaven on my heart um, to go over on the show. And the first time I was like, mm, I don't know, Lord. I don't know if, if you really want me to go there. But um, again, if you're watching it, please share, guys. I'm about to share as well because this has been placed on our hearts again, and we definitely want to be obedient because this is going to this is going to help someone. This is yes. going to set someone free. This is going to be freedom for somebody because I know that it it helped me. I know it's helped Regina. It's helped our entire um, our bloodline when we talk about this. Um, so definitely share, share, share. I have shared. So if you're watching on YouTube, on our Facebook, um, one of our podcast platforms, definitely share. So guys, when we talk about the courts, well, Regina, before we get into the courts, when you first learned or started studying the courts of heaven, um, how was that for you? Okay, but we go, man, oh my gosh, when you know that the adversary is out to to stop what's about to come forward, you know that things are going to happen. Technical difficulties are going to happen. Um, different things are going to interfere with um, with the information that we're going to share tonight. So definitely, if you haven't shared, definitely share, because tonight we're going to open the doors into the courts of heaven. Now, you guys comment below if you've ever studied the courts of heaven or if you've ever read about the courts of heaven. Welcome back, Regina. I told you, like, it's about to go down. 
it's about to go down tonight. And I'm sorry if uh, enemy is if you don't want this to go forth. But guess what, buddy? Um, you're too late. You're not going to stop us tonight. Okay. Um, but Regina, before you cut out, I was just asking. You know, when, um, where were you at? Or I guess just to say, when you first learned about the courts of heaven or started studying them more, and when you really look at the courts of heaven, it really just like a light bulb just goes off and it just really just makes sense. It's like, why did I not connect connect these dots sooner? So tell me about that. Wow. Well, I mean, you absolutely described it. That's exactly what it was because I said it's so many times that stuff is in the word and it is as clear and plain as it can be, but we overlook it and don't just take it for what it actually is. So honestly, when that was first revealed to me, when I first was first taught about the courts of heaven, I was like, oh my goodness. Like it makes all the sense in the world, like you said. Right. And it was just, it's really life-changing. It's it is truly life-changing. You know, shout out to all of those that the courts of heaven is truly part of their ministry and getting right. that out and spreading the word about the courts and going before the courts. And I'm excited that God has led us to do this tonight. Amen to that. Amen. And you know, I've been looking for my book for weeks. I've been looking for my books for weeks. And today the Holy Spirit was just like, just go, just, just do what I told you to do. And cause you know, I want to make sure I got my notes, got my book, got my box, you know, I want to make sure that I'm ready, ready. But he was like, just go, just, just do it. I just need your obedience. I got this. I just yes. need obedience, guys. And so shout out to uh, Robert Henderson, guys. If you have not picked up the book or if you don't know about the book, um, Operating in the Courts of Heaven, definitely go to, um, I got mine off of Amazon because it is going to bless you. It is going to bless you. Um, the Courts of Heaven will bless anyone who has been praying and petitioning something for years and it hasn't, you haven't seen nothing manifest. The Courts of Heaven is for anyone who, where you feel like, oh my gosh, my entire family is impacted by this. Whether it is um, all the women, none of the women in my um, family have successful marriages. Whether it's um, mental health. Mental health is huge. Like so many people in my family and my children are being um, attacked with mental um, mental illnesses and mental issues, guys. The courts of heaven will help you. Um, even financial struggles, the courts of heaven will help you. Um, just dealing with demonic forces, the courts of heaven will help you. Understanding how to operate in the courts of heaven will help you guys. And let me know, like I said, if I start breaking up or if I get a little choppy as we get into this. Now, just to, you know, I got to give a little testimony. I know um, I'm not going to give this young lady's name, but I encourage you in this season, if God is pulling on you, if God is pulling on you, answer the call, answer the call. If he is pulling on you just, just to have a more intimate relationship with him, answer the call. If he is pulling on you just to pray a little bit more, answer the call. If he is pulling on you to intercede for someone in this season, answer the call, okay? Because things are happening. There's this young lady that Regina and I know, and you know, we've prayed with her, we've ministered to her, but she's young. She's super young, y'all. She's super young. And she was just like, oh, I don't know. I'm not ready. I'm too young. I don't want to be no Bible thumper. I don't want to be no holy roller, you know, um, because she knows the, the stigma that comes with 
you know, being a, a true believer, being a, a believer, guys. And um, but she had an opportunity to, to kind of um, isolate herself from her norm this summer. She had an opportunity to isolate herself a little bit. And and she really started to answer that call. OK, and so I'm saying this because as you begin to get closer to God, um, you know, the enemy is going to show up. It's going to show up and try to scare you, going to show up and try to discourage you, going to show up and and be like, you know what? It, it's it's not worth it. It's going to do anything that he can. So that's why the technical difficulties that we're having tonight, any distractions that we have. Remember, distractions confirm your destiny. Distractions confirm your destiny. Distractions Put that in the comments. Yes. Distractions confirm that the path that you were on, that's the path that you should be on. Because guess what? When we out there doing our thing, when we're not worried about our faith, right? When we're not worried about our faith, we don't have no distractions. You know, everything is, we can, we can do whatever, however, and whenever we want, right? Um, but this young lady, as she began to get closer with God, she had a whole encounter, y'all. A whole encounter. I'm not going to tell all of her business. One day we'll, we'll, um, you know, see if she can come on and share. And it's amazing that when the enemy tried to come and distract her um, and scared, literally scared this woman, scared this young woman, she just started praying. She did the only thing she could do because she was all alone and he knew to do it. And he knew and he knew how to do it because she had been, um, you know, studying God and numbers and things like that. So he knew the enemy knows how to speak your language. I'll say it like that. He knows how to speak your language. He knows right. how to teach you in the things that he knows what is going to pull you down. What is going to get you to, to shut that book? What is going to get you to stop praying? The enemy already knows that, right? So he, like I said, he knows how to speak your language better than you do. Sometimes he knows he knows us better than we know ourselves. And Absolutely. that's why understanding the courts of heaven is so important. All right. So um, Regina, um, one of the scriptures that comes to mind when we talk about the courts of heaven. Now, guys, I hope that you you do know that there are courts of heaven. Yeah, let, let's explain that, because when we there talk about the courts, courts just literally talking about. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just saying, yeah, just explaining that the, when we say courts of heaven, we are talking about literal courts, like the same type of court system that we have here. And as you know, in the word, it's, it tells us uh, multiple times that God is a just God. Right. And he sits on the throne. Right. And that is that. um in the courtroom. And then we know that Jesus is an advocate, right? He is basically our lawyer in this courtroom, in the courts of heaven, where the enemy comes and anything. And, and if anybody's familiar with the book of Job, you understand what I'm saying right now. Right. And that anything that the enemy does, he has to get permission to do so. Exactly. Right. God has to allow it. Right. And so we know, like, even with Job, he had to get permission to try to sift him. Right. Um, and he do that. And you're able to he's able to do that in the courts. That's where he tries us. And so and when we say try, I'm talking about a real trial, like he tries trial. us. Right. Right. Absolutely. Amen. So I want to take you guys to Revelations. And I believe it is 
12 and 10, if I'm not mistaken. Um, if we go to Revelations 12 and 10, guys, let me get back to my notes really quick. I do have some notes, y'all. Don't judge me. Don't mm -mm, judge me. Notes are good. Keeps us on task. Let me go back and find the accuser. That it, It's 12 and 10. It is 12 and 10. You want to read 12 and 10, Regina? Okay, I can, and I'm reading from from my from my kids' Bible, so I think it's like NIV or something like that. All right, all right. Okay, I like this. I like the simplification. Okay, so Romans twelve and ten reads. Revelation or Revelations. Okay. Revelations twelve and ten. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven say, "Now have come the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God." And the authority of his Christ for the accuser of our brothers who accuses them before our God day and night has been hurled down. Amen. Amen. So I know that most of us, most of us uh, believers, most of the saints, we know we know when we speak of the accuser, we speak of him in a sense of, um, you know, he he goes to and fro. Right. To steal, kill and destroy right? But how does he get access to steal, kill, and destroy? He gets access to steal, kill, and destroy by going into the courts and pleading his case unto God and God giving him permission to do such things. Like Regina quoted Job, um, you know, just a minute ago, she referenced Job. And so, of course, we all know that if the enemy had, if Satan had to get permission to go after Job, why don't you think he would have to get permission to come after us? Right? Why don't you think he would have to get permission to come after us, right? So that's that's one thing that I want to touch on just to make sure we understand, right? So just because the Satan was cast down to the earth does not mean that he can no longer enter heaven. Did y'all get come that? Absolutely down out of heaven to earth does not mean that he has never revisited heaven, right? So not only does he roam the earth, what is he roaming the earth for? He's building a case against you. He's building a case against your bloodline. He's building a case against your children. He's building a case against all of these things. And then he goes into the courts and pleads his case before the throne of God. Amen. Amen. You helping. Come on. Keep teaching. Amen. Amen. And then we go to, um, I believe it's Isaiah nine and six, where it talks about um, where it talks about Christ. It talks about the Messiah. Right. And I'm tying this together. It says for unto us, a child is born. A son is given. We know that part. We speaking, you know, we quoted for Christmas time. That's it. it also says, and the government shall be, shall be upon his shoulders. The government shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Did y'all peep that? The government shall be on his shoulders. So when we talk about government, when we talk about um, this court, this judicial system, the kingdom of God has a judicial system because we say God is a just God, right? He is a just God because um, there is justice when it comes to the courts of heaven. But if the enemy is the only person going into the courts of heaven, then whose cases are going to be, you know, granted? Whose cases are going to, who's going to get permission? He's going to get the permission. 
right? Right. You know, when you think about how we, um, you get a traffic ticket and you go to court, everybody's hoping that the officer doesn't show up. Why? Because if the officer doesn't show up, the ticket gets dismissed, right? And so just like that, in this case, if you... The enemy is in the court and he's placing his case before God and you're not there and you're not using your counselor, your advocate, Jesus, Yeshua, to plead your case. Then what happens? God being a just God, whether he wants Satan to be able to attack you or to do those things, he doesn't want to see us hurt. He doesn't want to see us go through these things. But because he is a just God, he has to follow the principles in the system that he has put in place. Right. He has to abide by his own rules. Right. That's right. He has to abide by his own rules. Now, peep this guy. Jesus said, right. He said, um, you know, when he came, he says, repent for the kingdom of, you know, the kingdom of God is here. And so when we think about the word repent, Okay. Most of us think that it's just, you know, us going to God, crying, pleading out, or, you know, for us going to go talk to the priest, do what we do, whatever your faith is, um, to, to, to wash that sin away. But when we really look at repenting, repenting, we, it's really just a change in, it's a change in thinking. It's a change in how we're doing things, right? Just like the, um, the woman who was accused of adultery, the woman who was caught in the act of adultery when, you know, when Jesus was like, well, you know, the first person without sin cast a stone. Right. So Jesus told her, um, you know, go and sin no more. Basically, go repent, change your mind, change your thinking so that you won't have you won't give the enemy access into your life. Right. Right. Now, hopefully you guys are tying the, the pieces of the puzzle together. Now, let's talk. Let's Now that we know we know who our counselor is counselor. Does that make sense? Counsel, right? Our counsel, right? Counsel. Not, not our counsel where we're going to go sit on this couch and tell him all about our troubles. No, he is our counsel in the courtroom. Okay. That's right. Now, before we go to break guys, I want you guys to understand that most of us have been praying and petitioning God from a battle field perspective rather than a courtroom perspective, right? What happens on the battlefield? We shout, we scream, we holler, we we claim, we name it, we claim it, we declare the land, we're gonna attack the land, we're gonna That's receive it. this land. But in the courtroom, you go in and you lay the facts, right? Your counselor goes in and speaks on your behalf. Right. You just sit there, but you got to be in the courtroom. You got to be present in the courtroom, but your counsel speaks on your behalf. OK, you guys talk back to us tonight. So um, if you guys are commenting or if you're watching a replay, let us know if this is making sense to you, because I want to help somebody tonight. We want to help some people tonight because too many of us have been trying to petition God. And we think that. um Sometimes when we write the vision and we and we make it plain and we make it plain. Right. Um, That's just that's right. And that's not really petitioning God to really do something in order to really petition God to do something. You got to pull on it. You got to go into those courts. You got to say, hey, I'm petitioning you to represent me in the courts of heaven. 
Does that make sense? Regina, what do you think about that? When it comes to Jesus being our counselor, our counsel, being our counselor. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you hit on something very key and you said it earlier about um, anyone that's able to go into the courts, who should go into the courts. If you've been praying for something for a long time and it hasn't come to pass. And sometimes we question ourselves and like, well, what's wrong with me? Am I doing something wrong? Or God doesn't hear me. He doesn't answer my prayers. And that's not it at all. God is wanting to answer your prayer. He hears your prayer. But the thing is, the petition hasn't been put forth correctly. Right. So it's like even in the court of law right now today, you can't take just anything to the court. Right. And think that they're going to act on it. it. It won't happen. It has to be presented in a certain way. For them to then hear the case. Right. And render a judgment. And again, I tell you, it is the exact same concept. So I can stand, I can talk at the judge all day long. Hey, judge, I really need you to do this. Like, please, I'm, I'm begging. I, I've been asking for so long and I can keep asking and keep asking. But again, if I don't approach the judge in the correct way, then the judge can't hear my case. Not at all. Not Cause officially. Because you're out of order. Out of order. You're out of order. And so guys, we cannot, there's so many things that we want to make sure that we are going to God. And, um, and when we come back from our break, we're going to talk about how do we give, how do we even give access yes. to, the enemy to even build a case against us? Okay. That's right. Because he's, a, he's our adversary, AKA our accuser. accuser, right? An adversary is someone that um, seeks to destroy you, to you know, to find dirt on you, right? That's your adversary. And so he is your adversary. He's constantly, and he, just like we think that what's what's done in the dark, sometimes we can hide things, but we really can't hide things because guess what? God is watching, but the enemy is watching even closer. Exactly. Because God already knows, but the enemy is watching even closer. Mm, so you hit something to, so key. You hit something so key. I know we go on the break, but that when we get back and talk about that access, yeah. you know, we so we so quick and easy to be like, oh, well, I'm just going to do it. You know, I know God going to forgive me if I repent later. I know if I ask him for forgiveness, then he's going to forgive me. And we go right along here and do what it is. Our flesh is really calling us to do right. But not realizing, even though you plead the blood and yes, he is just to forgive us. What did you just allow and set into motion? in the spiritual realm. Right, you just gave the enemy access to build a case against you. So yeah, the blood is gonna cleanse you to get you into heaven, right? Because the blood has already done all of that, right? Done. Right. But while you right here on this earth, there may be some more hell that you gotta go through because of your decisions, right? So guys, we'll be right back. We're talking about the courts of heaven. I hope y'all following along, y'all like, oh, what they doing tonight? Where's the sister check at? Where's the <laughs> but guys, we'll be right back. <laughs>
Life is better when you are living on purpose, but many times we get stuck in the rat race and in the mundane task of our day-to-day lives, causing most to lose sight of their purpose. That's why certified life coach, inner healer, and business strategist LaFlower Bowie is here to help you get calibrated to your calling through proven systems, techniques, and resources. Order a copy of her book, Principles to Reposition, to assist you with your journey or schedule a free clarity session to kickstart the journey. After these sessions, clients have stated they found clarity and and open their eyes to things they had long forgotten. So get social and follow LaFlower on all social media platforms at LaFlower Bowie. And don't forget to mention Stunner Radio sent you. Hey, hey guys. Stunner Radio. Back. Yes, it's a Stunner Radio Tuesday. This Tuesday, yeah. It's Tuesday. Tuesday. Hi. Taco Tuesday. <laughs> it is. It is. We didn't even have no tacos. We had nachos though. We okay. did. So let's let's uh re- let's uh keep pushing, right? So guys, um we're talking about the courts of heaven tonight. And um again, God has laid this on my heart um to you know for Regina and I to just to talk about this because we want to help we want to help somebody get free. We want to help someone free their kids. So before we jump into the alignment um we just want to talk about the fact that the courts of heaven is not only for you but it's for your loved ones as well. You can go, that's why we are intercessors, guys. You can take, you can go take your children to the courts of heaven. I've had to do that with my son. I have girlfriends who's literally um, had to take her son to the court of heaven because um, he was being attacked by mental illness and anxiety so much. Um, She had to do that. So Regina, what do you say like when God is really pushing you to intercede for somebody? What do you say about interceding for them or taking them to the courts of heaven, especially if you know that it is, you know, it's some next level stuff going on. I'll say that. Right. Right. And intercession is so important. It it is definitely key. And we have, you know, I guess examples of that throughout the word. But um, you mentioned the son. So. I've had to do the same thing, you know, having to go in and intercede on behalf of our um, of behalf of my family. And oftentimes when God is pulling on us to intercede, it's because the person that we're interceding for is not in a position to go before him for themselves. Right. And so he then allows us to go on their behalf and fight that battle or put that request in or that petition or what have you. So intercession is absolutely important because when when the battle is on, oftentimes that person cannot do it for themselves and they need somebody else to have their six and be able to go in and do that for them. And so many times he's had me go in and intercede and I honestly didn't know who I was interceding for. Wow. Right? It's just, okay, I know this is, I'm sorry. No, I said that's so major. That's so major. Just your obedience probably helped break, get somebody free, help remove the enemy, the enemy's hand and access offer someone just by your obedience. That's so major. That's so major. I remember even being on the phone, you know, with a friend of ours. Um, This is when Alana was in the hospital two years ago and I'm a mess. You know, because she, you know, she's had open heart surgery. She she was only, I believe, seven years old at the time. And here we are again, back in this situation. And we don't know, but we don't know what's, what's causing this now. And so I'm right. on the phone with her and she's like, I'm going to 
we was on the phone, but she was like, I'm going to hold your hand spiritually and I'm going to go into the courts with you to pray for your baby and to make sure that there is nothing that's there, that the enemy has any grounds over you, your family, or your, nor your child. Okay. So guys, now we're going to talk about how do we, how do we give the enemy access? Like, how do we even give him, you know, the, the information to even go and make a case against us? Now we all know that, um, sin is sin, right? But beyond sin, I want to talk about the agreements and the alignments that we make and how that gives us access, almost gives him access, almost that indirect access to us. When we think, oh, this is just a harmless partnership with someone. This is just a harmless company that I'm partnering with. This is just a harmless, you know, um, arrangement that I'm a part of. But no, literally those alignments can get you caught up. Those alignments can get a case built against you, your family, your bloodline. What do you say about that, Gina? I mean, that's right. You, you, you teaching. I do keep it. Let's go. Keep it moving. <laughs> but guys, let's talk about bloodline alignments. Okay. So again, you may, I want, I want, we, in the day and age that we live in, because there are so many hidden agendas. Thank you, Lord. There are so many hidden agendas, guys. We have to do our due diligence and look beyond the surface of any anything that we partner with, even to the point of us spending our money. Because when Absolutely. we spend our money, we are sowing seeds and making agreements and alignments into whatever that company is about. Now, I know you may say, oh, Flower, you're doing the most. Oh, Flower, that's too much. But I tell you, this stuff is real. This stuff is so real. The spiritual realm is so real, God. Guys, God is so real. And guess what? The enemy is so real. Very and, real. And a lot of the, a lot of times we give mental access. We give access. Thank you, Father. We are given access and our babies are being tortured. Our babies are being tortured through mental illness, suicide, anxiety, so many things just because of the seed that we've sown into a company. Right. Back in the old days, your, your name was all you had. Right. Your name was all you had, you know. And so if your name, if your name wasn't right or if someone knew that you were not, if you was a janky person, people were not going to do business with you because they did not want to have any association. They did not want to be have um, anything to do with you. There was no, not going to be any association with your business and my family. And that's how we have to look at it. I know that some things are are easy because of convenience and things like that. But I challenge you guys to be more mindful in where you are planting your seeds. Be more mindful into who you are um, getting in relationships with. Be more mindful into who you were laying down and having sex with, who you are being intimate with, right? Because that's an alignment. That's an agreement. That's a soul tie. And so when we right. do those things, when we become intimate with people and we're not going to go into soul ties, that's a whole nother thing. But soul ties gives the enemy access to you and your bloodline. Absolutely. So you may think that it's just sex. You may think it's just a one night stand. You may think, oh, he's a really nice person. She's a really sweet girl. Um, you know, the Lord know I got needs. I need a maintenance man. But I'm challenging you guys to be more mindful on who you create alignments with and agreements with, because this is one of the easiest ways 
that we give the enemy access. And then all the saints want to be, oh, the enemy's attacking me. Oh, the devil, the, the devil is up to no good today. The devil this, the devil that, God, baby, honey, child, it's not the devil, it's you. It's not the devil, it's you. The devil is not going to do anything that God does not allow him to do. So it's not the devil, it's you. Sometimes All the right. issue is you. The issue is you. Okay. And that's now, all right, because oftentimes we know, like we said before, we give access in in ways that we don't even realize we're giving access. Um, right. And something that fell in my spirit was that we have to be, we can't be so quick to take things at surface value. We have to take the time to do our due diligence, to research, and most importantly, to just pray, to pray yeah. about these things before we do them. It, the smallest things, right? It's like I, I try to wait for direction with God from for every little thing I do, but because you don't want to find yourself in alignment with something that is opposite of him. Um, and so pray. Pray and ask for that direction and also that covering that you right. don't get out of line with him. Or you don't, you know, fall in line with something that is um, opposed to 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 God and his agenda. Um, but the access is very important. Right. And we have to be more aware, more mindful. And when it comes to the soul ties and not again, not wanting to go deep into that, it doesn't just take into an actual physical connection right. to create a soul tie with someone, yeah. right? You have connected with somebody in a, on a deep level. You've already created the soul tie before you even get intimate. Right. That's so major. That's so true. That's so true. And I'm glad you touched on that. Um, but yeah, we gotta, um, we just gotta be more mindful. We gotta be careful and we cannot be influenced by culture. We cannot be influenced by, um, you know, the news. We cannot, we can, sometimes we just have to be, you know, like the old folks say, like that, that tree that's planted by the water, you know, we won't be moved, right? We just gotta, we gotta flow, we gotta sway, but we won't be moved. And so when it comes to your values, when it comes to your core beliefs, when it comes to what God is telling you, you have to be, you have to stay the course, right? I challenge you not to get, you know, have the, the pressure of culture, the pressure of the times, the temperature of the world, um, especially as we're going through things right now, to pull you in a direction and make agreements with things and people before God is ready, before God gives you the green light to do such things. Because Absolutely. you're going to end up with, um, uh, you know, agreements and cases being built against you. Now, Gina, I want to transition into bloodline because a, a lot of the attacks that we see on families and bloodlines and things that we're going through today, we're wondering why. We're mm -hmm. wondering, like, what is going on? Like, God, we've been praying about the same thing for decades. Like, right. Uncle Uncle Jojo was alcoholic. Uncle Ben Ben was alcoholic. Uncle Kevin was alcoholic. My brother, alcoholic. My son, alcoholic. The light should come on. Right. And you right. recognize that it's not just physical, it's spiritual. That's right. So sometimes when we go into the courts of heaven, sometimes God will give us insight 
And even if he doesn't give you insight, guys, I challenge you to go and intercede and ask for and repent for the sins of our forefathers and foremothers. Because, a lot because of if you don't know, right, those things still affect you, right? right? So the sins that, you know, generations past have committed and, and done and that they were never repented for um, and never covered are still crying out. They're still loud. They still have access. There is still access to the enemy to go. You might be walking up. Uh, the, I mean, just living, walking upright, holy, doing your best. You ain't, you know, got your mind on the Lord all day long and still find yourself being attacked. And that's a surefire way to know that this is something generational, right? Because right. the word tells us that a generation's will pay, right? And that's how generations end up paying for your sins and your actions of today. Right. And that's another reason why you want to be so more, I don't want my children, my children's children and so forth and so on to, to pay for anything that I have done during my lifespan, right? So right. I want to continue to cover. I want to continue to cover and repent and, and get those things off the books so the enemy does not have access based on my actions when I'm long gone. But like they said, the blood cries out. Absolutely. The blood cries out. The blood speaks. And until that blood is covered by Yeshua's blood, then the blood can, the Yeshua's blood will silence the blood from your bloodline, right? From from the line that's crying out and giving the enemy access. But when those things are covered in the courts, then they are silenced and it can no longer cry out. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's so important, guys, because when you when we go back and we think about it, it's like generations. Generational generations. I forgot, is it seven gen I forgot the, the actual number that scripture tells us. It's, it's more than a couple. I believe it's seven. Seven, seven generations will pay for your sins. Number of completion. Right? Seven generations will have to deal with this, with the with these attacks, with this almost, you know, there are demons assigned, just like we have guardian angels assigned to us. There are demons that can be assigned to our bloodline. And they just going and going and going and going and going. But we have the power to stop it. We just have to know how to do it. These types of things, we don't fight on the battlefield. We fight in the courtroom. Yes. Like a lot of things that's going on today, some things we can fight in the streets. Some things we can fight, you know, um, on the battlefield. But some things for, for it to last and for real change to happen, it has to be fought in the courtroom. And that's why that's right. Yeshua is our counsel. He is our counselor. Just not, you so know, flower, yeah, go ahead, Gina. No, I was going to ask you in our the last uh, 15 minutes or so less that we have, what does, let's transition and what does the, that look like, right? When you go before the court and you, um, to allow Yeshua to advocate and be your counselor. So I'm sure if someone's asking right now, you're probably wondering, okay, I hear what you're saying and yeah, it's making sense, but what, how do I do this? Like, what, what do I do? What do I say? Great question, Gina. Great question. And so God isn't complicated. Loving God isn't complicated. 
you know, accepting Christ into your life isn't complicated. And the same with going into the courts of heaven, it's not complicated. With a lot of things in our a lot of things in our faith is really just acknowledgement and obedience, right? Acknowledgement, obedience, and walking by faith. So if we acknowledge that um something something's not right, we acknowledge that we have given the enemy access. If we acknowledge, then we have obedience and knowing, okay. I need to go speak to my counsel. I need to, you know, go speak so so Jesus can um, you know, can 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 get this case kicked out of the courts of heaven. Can have this case be null and void against my family and my bloodline. Okay, so it's really just you praying, going into the courts. You know, pray like, "Father God, please accept me into the courts, you know, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Yeshua." You know, Yeshua, I come to you pleading my case against the voice of the, against the accuser, against my bloodline. Please forgive the sins of my, of my father. Forgive him for the things that he did. Forgive him for the abuse. Forgive him for the lives, the the stealing, whatever it was. And then you do that. And I like to, I like to say, I even, I, I like to ask him to forgive, um, to cover and forgive the sins from my mother's side and my father's side all the way back to Adam and Eve. Like I can't leave anybody out. Just do the whole bloodline, Jesus. All the way back. Do a clean sweep. Um, but yeah, you definitely want you want to do that. And then you wanna you wanna be specific, you know, because sometimes you're going in and you're and you're working on something that's uh, um, you know, an enemy that's a, de- a demonic force that's attacking you in mental illness. It could be in a demonic force that's attacking you when it comes to finances, when it comes to wealth. Because a lot of us who have not obtained wealth is because something some, there's some type of case that's been built against us. And we got to figure out how do we unlock this case? What specifically, like what happened? And when you ask God for insight, he will give you insight. Like yes. He showed me things. He showed me generations ago, you know, that there was an incident that happened where my son was having to pay the price for it. And that's how he showed me how that demonic thing was able to attach to my son's bloodline and torture him. So as you mature in your faith, just in anything else, when it comes to you, you know, to you have an uncommon faith, God is going to get more specific with you. You're going to be able to pray more adult prayers, mature prayers in the spirit, right? But it all starts with you just opening that door and acknowledging that there is a court that you may have to go into, right? Absolutely. Telling my spirit, somebody needs to pray for their husband. Mm. Somebody needs to take your take your husband to the courts and don't go telling your husband, oh, I took you to the courts of heaven and the God is going to deliver. No. We don't do that. We don't do that. God is just telling me your husband is dealing with addiction. Mm. Your husband is fighting addiction. And he's tried. He's tried. I can see him crying. He has tried. But he's not strong enough. He's not strong enough to overtake this thing. I challenge you. To take him to the courts of heaven. 
the baby is hurting. I can see him like almost brought up in a in the fetal position. Fetal position, yeah. He is hurting. Yeah. I challenge you to take your husband to the courts of heaven. My God, my God, my God, my God. Mm. Oh, Jesus. I see a teenager, y'all. There's a teenager who wants to commit suicide. There's guns in the house. You guys, you gotta mm. pray for our babies. Cover we right now, to, Lord. We have to cover our babies. We have to cover our children. We have to live a life that does not impact our children in a negative way. We have to be mindful of the agreements and the things and the alignments that we are making because it's impacting our children. It's impacting our babies big time, especially our young men, especially our young men. Absolutely. Oh, I just wanna cry. It's just, ooh. It's heavy. There, there's a definitely a heaviness and such a need for prayer such a need for prayer right now and intercession. So again, like we said earlier, if God is pulling on you at all to pray for someone, to pick up the phone and call someone, please be obedient and do it without question, without pause at. Hmm. Amen. The enemy is not happy. And so I'm going to go ahead and give God the praise because I know that if you're watching this live or if you're watching the replay, I don't care if it was for one person tonight, you're going to be free. Your family is going to be free. Mm. To God be the glory. Because he is he's so upset. So upset. So knowledge is power. It's a real thing when we say knowledge is power, right? Right. You blend blessed with the information. We encourage we this is something that I mean, there are books on, like mentioned earlier, full teaching lessons, multiple series of lessons trying to teach and, and explain the courts of heaven and how to go in the courts of heaven. So not by any means could we in this hour show give it justice. No, not at all. But at, at all. least wanting to make you all aware of the courts that it does exist and that there is a true need to go before the courts to obtain the freedom, the deliverance, the breakthrough that you have been seeking and that God does hear you. He does answer your prayers. Yes, We God. just have to go about it a different way. You are not insignificant. You are very important to him. So, you know, 
LaFlower has a social, social media. You all can reach her. You can reach me. If at any point you, after watching this, if you want to know more, I encourage you to look it up and research it. But also if you want someone to pray with you and agree with you on that, we are definitely available for you. Amen, amen. My God, my God. Mm, I think um, definitely LaFlower should pray and cover this broadcast. We want to cover this broadcast right now in the name of Yeshua, Jesus. We want to put complete the blood of Yeshua over it. We ask that the blood touches and covers everyone that sees this. We cancel every attack of the enemy, any um, demonic force at all that would try to come against this broadcast. Right. And anyone that's watching this broadcast, we cancel that right now. We thank you, Father God, for your word going forth. We thank you for moving right now. We thank you for the deliverance that's going to come out of it. We thank you for the breakthrough that's going to come out of it. Yeshua, we thank you for being on your post as our counsel. And we thank you, Father, for the ability to go before your throne. Hallelujah. In Yeshua's name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. God is so amazing, guys. He is so amazing. And he's he so is. He is so real. Mm. We got to be bold in this season. He's calling us to be bold. Be bold. I know that there's a feeling of hesitance or like, mm, is this real? Or, you know, questioning or what have you. If there is it, any part of your spirit that is pulling on you or speaking to you to act in this thing, to believe this thing, to further look into it, do it. Be bold. Even if it goes against everything that you've ever been told, if it goes against, if you think your family's going to look at you crazy, your spouse is going to look at you crazy, don't be concerned of those things. Be bold and do what God is calling you to do. Mm. Mm. I have to go in my closet after this, y'all. Absolutely, absolutely. Go in my closet. Um, I just sent, like Regina said, we encourage you to act. We encourage you to act. Whatever God lays on your heart, guys, move and do it. Move mm. and do it in the season that we're in, guys. In the temperature in the world that we are in, we want to be we want to be obedient to the highest. We want to be obedient to the highest. And you know, I know all my saints out there. I know we we say it, but do we do it? Because we say obedience is worth more than sacrifice. Obedience is worth more than your than your your um your church report card. Obedience is worth more than your prayer rituals, right? Obedience is worth, because what's the point? What's the point in doing all of that? That's right. When it's time for us to show up. We're nowhere to be found. What's the point? What is the point? What's the point in, in knowing the scriptures, but not really knowing the scriptures? Because God's saying, you, you, when you know the scriptures, you know him. Because it's the living word of God. We eat the word of God. We feast on the word of God, right? But what's the point of being able to quote scriptures and know scriptures if when it's time to use those scriptures, we back out? 
because it's a little scary. Guys, like Regina said, the enemy is getting bolder. The enemy is getting bolder. Like I told you guys about that young lady earlier. That young lady just decided to, you know what? I'm going to give God a serious try. I'm going to give him a serious try. Less than two months, guys. He tried to scare the holy crap out of her so that she could back down. That's it. So the enemy is getting bolder. We have to be bolder. That's right. And in that boldness comes acknowledgement. So many of us believers, we're in denial. We think we can, we think we can claim things. We think we can name things. We think we can declare things and things are just going to fall out of the sky. But How long have you been waiting for it to fall out the sky? Have you received it? Right. If not, ask yourself why. Ask yourself, is it possible that, oh, okay, it could be because I need to go. I need to do what they're saying. And if nothing else, if you've been doing the prayers all this time and you still haven't gotten a response, what is it going to hurt? To right. just give it a try. Just right. give it a try. Right. Faith is oh, action. my goodness. Faith is action. Mm. Faith is action. Wow. Faith is wow. Action. You all right, Virginia? What you got? Uh, I'm just, God is just so amazing. He, he is, he is so amazing. Um, I don't know what all is going to come out of this, but I just feel a very overwhelming that in the obedience and your obedience of saying we got to do this because this is what God keeps speaking. Something is going to happen. And like you said, more than one, it, it will be more than one. Amen. And I'm just, I'm already rejoicing and, and thanking God for the move. Amen. Amen. So that's my sister check. My sister check is be bold. Be bold, y'all. We don't be bold. Have he told me to wrap up under an hour. So we're going to go ahead and say good night. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Grace and peace. You guys have an amazing night. Grace and peace.